The United States Champion of Justice. Fixing America's issues one state at a time. We have serious problems to solve, and we need serious people to solve them. Welcome to the Darian America Show on WCGO. This is America. Good afternoon. Welcome to the Darian America Show. If you'd like to be a part of the show, you can always call in at 877-711-5611. This is Darian America, y'all. Wow. It's looking like the weather is finally trying to cooperate with us. You know, I'm a big weather man because, you know, in Chicago, it's always cold. But before I go any further, I have to say I have with me the Michael Jordan of WCGO 1590 AM. Please, ladies and gentlemen, welcome my man 50 Grand, the Randellius one. What's up, Randall? What up, Silk? How we doing today, baby? Man, I'm good. You know, I'm always good anytime I get to see you behind the boards, brother. Yeah, I feel you, brother. We had a good show today. <laughs> we are, man. It's going to be juicy. I'm having fun today, and I'm kind of hitting some topics. But before I go into all of that, let me go ahead and get my COVID-19 coverage out of the way. Because it actually seems like, y'all, that we're in the process of getting back to normality. But before I go into all of that, I got to say, man, I had an incredible Friday. Complex, just simple. My baby girl came over and hung out with us yesterday. My daughter, she hasn't had a chance to really be with me, but she came and hung out, and I had the opportunity to see my son and my daughter getting along. And I actually witnessed something that in their 18 years, I haven't seen since they were like toddlers. They gave each other a hug, and they said, I love you to each other. Wow. Man, I swear I was about to be the world's biggest baby, and I was ready to just well up and start crying, but I had to try to keep some control, you know, because sometimes you don't want to, like, overreact because I swear, and I know even as a, a, a child who has siblings, my mother hated when we argued. So, of course, I hate when my kids don't get along, and then they twins. I ain't never seen twins, like, bicker and, and argue with each other as much as they do. But, man, it was a beautiful thing. They hugged each other. They said, I love you. And, I mean, we broke bread together. My mother was there. She was doing her thing. You know, Mama Silk, <laughs> Mama America, she's going to be what she is. But she did kind of throw my daughter a bit off. You know, she didn't have a chance. I've known my mother for 44 years. <laughs> Actually, going on to 45 years. So she hasn't had the chance to really see my mom. You know, she's only, she's only known her as an older woman. So my mother had a small ger uh, geriatric moment, I guess you could call it. She called me my dad's name. She called me Willie. And my daughter was stopped in her tracks like, what is sweet mom doing? She calling you Willie. I said, that's your grandfather's name. And it kind of scared her a little bit. I'm like, trust and believe, your granny is just as sharp as she won't let nobody call her granny. So let me say it right. <laughs> Your sweet ma is sharper than the sharpest Ginsu. She just had a slip. And maybe when she looked at me yesterday, I looked like her husband. I should. I mean, they made me, so I may have looked like the younger version of my dad yesterday. And it kind of, it made me feel a certain type of way. Because I know my mother is, I will never call her old to her face. <laughs> but she's been around for 78 years, man. So she has definitely earned her stripes and if she slips every once in a while by calling me Willie, it's not like it's the world's worst word she could call me. I mean, that's my daddy. He ain't been here in over 39 years, but that's still my dad. And I remember him the days he was here. I remember the day he left, you know. So you have to take care of your senior citizens. You got to watch them. 
and they have a lot of information, you know, and we sometimes we have to sift through the information. But I know that she meant to say Darian. Well, she don't call me Darian. I don't think I've heard my mother say my real name in I don't know how long. She calls me Dusty. And if anybody knows me, they know that Dusty is my nickname. I used to play baseball, all that stuff. And that's my name. And I, that's going to be one of the many names that are carved into my headstone, I'm sure. <laughs> so let's get to it, y'all. COVID-19, Illinois is trying to open back up. About time. But that's just me being selfish. I want to kick it like everybody else. I mean, we don't have, like, seasons here. We got really three. <laughs> we got winter. We have summer, and we got construction. And they are always doing some construction. It's like, man, and then the places that they need to do the construction, they don't do it. But it is what it is. So they're about to slowly, and I say this, I got something in my eye, man, what's bothering me? You're not supposed to touch your face, right? And the eye is the worst thing to touch. But it's just us in here, and I def we clean very good in here. So I'm okay, and it's not in my eye no more. So let me stop complaining about it. But... Illinois is about to reopen, and they're opening slowly. They are allowing certain restaurants who have outdoor seating to welcome back in guests. And the actual country is starting to open up. I watched the episode of SmackDown last night. They had a few fans in the stands. <laughs> I mean, they had these ridiculous, like, they look like they were all standing behind bulletproof glass. But it's a start. You know, the NHL, they have put out, that they're gonna, <laughs> the Blackhawks actually made it to the playoffs only because of the pandemic. Chicago is getting some consideration. But, hey, when, especially in hockey, just catch lightning in the bottle. What you think about that, Randall? Here's the thing. With, especially with, you're right. Especially with hockey, the thing about it is you can. If a goalie gets hot, player mm -hmm. gets hot, you can go to the cup that easy. Man, I think the Blackhawks, I mean, they still got two of the greatest players of all time. These are future Hall of Famers, Patrick Kane, and uh, my other man, 50 grand, Jonathan Taves. They're yeah. gonna, they're and gonna you also there. have a Hall of Fame defenseman in Duncan Keith. See? You have another possible Hall of Fame defenseman in Brent Seabrook. See? There's a possible, everything's, anything's possible at this point. Everyone's been sitting on their butt for the last three months. Yep. So you can have these teams that jumped out to a huge lead. They could be unconditioned. They could lose a little step. Next thing you know, I mean, who knows? This is gonna be one of the wildest summers of hockey ever. I would not wanna see the Blackhawks in the first round. I'm just saying. And the rest of the sports are doing that. NFL is looking at it. Major League Baseball. They are quibbling and bickering over the money. I would be bickering, too. I'm not even. <laughs> Why am I about to pretend like, why are they bickering? Man, look, you paid me whatever you owe me. Give me what I deserve. So, yeah, I understand that they're bickering, but we've never seen anything like this before, y'all. I hope we never see this again. I mean, they're talking about it could be around two. I hope that COVID-19 goes away and it needs to go away quick, fast, in a hurry. But they are opening back up. So some restaurants will be back open. Some non-essential workers will be able to start earning their income the way that they used to. And we're going to slowly and gradually bring it back together. I mean, Mayor Lightfoot, she's actually put some streets together, man. She's designated some areas where some of the restaurants can come and set up tables. And you can go and you can run and be free. And we have some streets that are blocked off in Chicago. I didn't, I ain't going to have a chance to go visit these streets. So, no, I did not research exactly which streets they are. But this is, like, unprecedented, y'all. This is the first time we've seen this. So, I think Illinois is getting it, getting it right. I think Illinois is trying to do it. And I appreciate their effort. Something that 
really surprised me about Illinois is they did finally start to take questions from the citizens. They had like an open town style meeting and the citizens were able to ask questions. And something that I've heard more recent, they're starting to talk about those who have survived COVID-19. See, I've been saying that, I've been yelling that since I started covering COVID-19, which we all did. But I've always said that this is not a death sentence. You know, it does impact those who have the, the, the compromised immune systems. But you can survive it, and they need to get the data from the people who have survived it. And I know a few people now that they were tested. They actually have documentation stating that they had COVID-19, and they also have documentation stating that they survived it. So absolutely, I mean, pay attention. you got to follow the science, of course, but you should be paying attention to how to get over this, how to survive it. And if we all come to a collective agreement, I mean, Randall and I had this conversation where it's not so much that we have to be concerned about us getting it, but we have to be cautious about those we can give it to. And I came up with my own personal conspiracy theory. <laughs> and trust and believe I am no scientist. I am a few credits short of my sociology degree. But when it first came out, they were saying that it, it impacts the elderly. Who's running the country? The elderly. How does Donald Trump? I mean, hey, it is what it is, man. Donald is old. Bernie Sanders is old. Joe Biden is old. He, he did eight years in office already. We got to take care of the elderly. Mm-hmm. And then who's second to get it has been getting it majorly? African-Americans. Is this a disease that was set up to take out the old and black people? <laughs> That's my mind going way far. All right, y'all. What, what state are we covering today? We're going to be covering, I'll cover it when we come back. So you got to stay tuned. This is the Darian America Show, WCGO 1590. And I'm going to play a bumper from Fabian Soul, independent artist in Chicago. This is Fabian Soul, y'all. Let's get it. Let's go. And welcome back to the Darian America Show, WCGO 1590 AM, Simulcast 95.9 FM. We getting into it, y'all. I didn't say which states we're covering yet because I chose not to, because I wanted to get a couple of things out. And I did want to take a moment to speak on the death of George Floyd. This, this is our hot button topic right now, and everybody is talking about this, and I didn't want this to just be a hot take. I kind of wanted to share my opinion of it. I am a member of the media, and it's important that everybody who has something to say about this says something. So in case you don't know, and of course I'm sure everybody that's tuning in to me, <laughs> they know who George Lloyd is, but he is the African-American male who, let's call it what it is, he was murdered at the hands of the Minneapolis Police Department, i.e. Officer Derek Chauvin. He was actually seen, because a Samaritan was recording it, he was seen with his knee on George's neck, and George was telling him, I can't breathe. He literally crushed this man's windbox, his windpipe. And... It's starting to become too, it happens too much that the police are killing unarmed African-American males. And the fact that this officer who was the main person who was doing this crime 
he was Caucasian. He is Caucasian because he's still here. Now, I will say that he has been since arrested and he is in custody and he is being charged <laughs> with third degree murder and manslaughter. I'm not one who. Well, no, I'll, I'll take that back. I am one who is good with synonyms. We all took the ACT, the SAT. Manslaughter and murder are synonyms. And to try to put a twist on, well, manslaughter ain't as bad as murder, nothing slaughter is ever good. The Little League slaughter rule is bad. You're getting beat 13 to nothing. You know, all slaughter, you know, when you take, you go to the meat house, you're slaughtering those animals for our food. So I don't know if I would say one is worse than the other. It's like breast cancer, lung cancer. Which one is worse? They're both bad. But the fact that this officer, he felt a need to hurt George. And we all saw the footage, and there's no way you can run from it. He had, George has surrendered. He was in cuffs. He was in custody. The next place he was supposed to go after he was read his Miranda rights is the back of that police car. Why didn't he end up there? And then there's, there's a shot where one of his peers... The other officer drove his car into the frame right where we needed to see what happened to George. Well, it don't take a rocket scientist to figure it out. That officer abused his liberties. And as an African-American male who works in a suburb that was and is known and is called a racist suburb, but I'm proud to be in Evanston. Evanston, well, the city had nothing to do with me getting my opportunity here. But I work with some incredible Americans. They happen to be Caucasian. But I don't care. And I don't have any ill will or feeling towards any of them. Even past managers who aren't here anymore, who I felt was mistreating me. I don't have any ill I don't hate him. But how do I feel about these police officers that continue to kill unarmed African-American citizens? I'd be honored to hear what you had to say if you want to say something. You can call me at 877-711-5611 and we can have a civilized discussion. But I'm almost to the point. I don't believe in segregation. My ancestors died for me to have the right to sit here in Evanston and do this radio show. There was once upon a time where my skin tone would not have been accepted here. But this is 2020. This is over 200 years beyond the madness of slavery. From the mistreatment, Rosa Parks being forced to the back of the bus. I'm so sick of... And I don't want to blame it on just the race. I don't want to do that, man. It's real easy to just say, white people hate me. <laughs> Not all white people hate me. There is a, a problem with these police officers. And I think they need to have a police university versus a police academy. They need to really go to school and be trained to be officers who serve and protect they need to be taught 
some simple things, man. And right now, I'm at the point where I don't want to see Caucasian officers in the African-American community without an African-American partner. That's how I feel. I don't want to put these men and women in a position where they feel like they have to be so aggressive that they have to overly exert their authority on a person who surrendered. Of course, we all got the same questions in mind. What if this was the roles were reversed? What if it was an African-American officer with his knee on the neck of a Caucasian man who had surrendered and crushed his windpipe? Would the treatment be the same? We've been here too long, y'all. And the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. Why do we continue to put these overly aggressive officers in the position where they feel the need to be overly aggressive? And if you look at the size discrepancy between George and Derek, I'm not going to call him officer because he wasn't serving and protecting. It was blatantly obvious. Look, I'm 6'2", 260 pounds. I used to be three and a quarter, 350. Do I get nervous when I see the blue lights in the mirror? We all do. But I get even more nervous when I see a white officer coming towards me. I'm like, man, I don't want to upset this man. I don't want to offend this man. I don't want him to feel like he's got to be overly aggressive to me. I will comply whatever you need. And I believe that we all will comply when asked to. We, let's take a call. Yeah, we got Tara from South Carolina. All right, Tara, you're on the Darien America show. Talk to me. What you got? I'm chiming in on the George Floyd situation about law enforcement and them showing their prejudices. Okay. As, as a retired law enforcement officer, I just want to say that these individuals that show their true colors are showing them because it's inbred in them. It's not in the training. Because believe it or not, the same prejudices the civilians are encountering is the same thing I encountered from fellow coworkers. Yeah. So I don't know what we can actually do to improve our training. I don't know what we can actually do to improve our screening. But if we can stop the hatred in the individual, we will be in a much better place. I agree totally. I agree totally. And I thank you for calling in. This is an, a, a retired officer who went through the process. She went through schooling. She went through the academy. She did all of that. And she was still faced with people who disliked her because of her skin color. I say this. You have to teach them early. You got to teach early. I think you, you have to teach individuals early from childhood. It's just like trying to learn a foreign language. You can't get that overnight. You have to take years and years. And if they're learning in their household how to be kind, how not to have these ill feelings towards people of different races. I mean, I've said this before on this show. I have a nephew who was murdered by a Caucasian young man who was being inducted or blessed or however you want to call it. He was being put into a historically Latino gang. I don't hate Latinos. 
I don't hate. I don't hate white people. I'm part white. My grandfather came from Italy. He was half black. His father was white. It's in my DNA. So how can I hate what I am? I'm not from Africa. My ancestors are. But I was born here. We have to teach from birth. Because babies will hug anybody. Babies, babies will kiss anybody. Babies don't know. They're taught how to be vicious, how to be evil. And I think that Derek, somewhere along the line, he learned this. And from my view, and maybe I'm wrong, and I don't want to put words in people's mouth or their actions, but Derek looked like he enjoyed putting his knee on George's neck. And the fact that his peers turned their back and they did nothing. Look, man, Randall was a good friend of mine. But if I saw Randall being not right, it ain't got to be him beating up some black guy, no. But if I saw Randall doing something he had no business doing, I'm going to call him on it. And I expect and I require the same thing. If he saw me out here being bogus, he, hey, what you doing? If we go into a store together and I start putting stuff in my pocket, man, what, hey, uh-uh, bruh, be cool on that because, hey, guilt by association. What if they grab both of us? And then he's getting charges because I did something ridiculous. It's the same thing. If I saw, and Randall is the greatest guy, <laughs> I've never seen him even get mad. We got some hosts that will push them to the limit. But if I saw Randall putting his hands on somebody, a female, and I just use that because that's the first thing that came to mind, I will stop him. And I dare him to try to stop me back. We're talking about what state are we covering? <laughs> I haven't, I've been running my mouth so much, but we'll get back to that when we come back. This is Summer Groove by Mr. Chatham. I forgot his first name. I think it's George Chatham, and I wanted to give him some time, y'all. This is Darian America, WCGO 1590 AM, simulcast 95.9 FM. Let's go. Hi, I'm Darian D. Silk Sims, the host of the Darian America Show. And I want to let you know that you're listening to the podcast version of the Darian America Show, which airs every Saturday from 2 to 3 p.m. on WCGO Radio. Tune in live from 1590 AM and 95.9 FM in the Chicagoland area, WCGORadio.com, or watch the live feed at Facebook.com slash WCGO Radio. The latest podcast episode becomes available every Sunday. You can find it, rate it, and subscribe to it on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. If you'd like to get in touch about the show or inquire about sponsorship opportunities and rates, please reach out to DarianAmerica at Hotmail.com. Okay, back to the show. And welcome back to the Darian America Show, WCGO 1590 AM, Simulcast 95.9 FM. If you would like to be a part of the show, please call us at 877-711-5611. We got some good stuff going on, y'all, and I'm finally going to release this state that we're covering today. So what state are we covering? We are covering the state of situations, y'all. These are the chronicles of the Americanite. You know, that's my group that I call, you know, my little group when I'm Darian America. My, we are Americans, yes, but we're Americanites. And I don't ask me why. I just like the way it sounds. <laughs> so check this out, y'all. I am about 124 credits short 
of my psychology degree. <laughs> so what that means is I am not a professional, but I am one who was opinionated, and I do think things through. And I did ask this week for people to send me in situations where they needed a little bit of help. So with the Randellius one, because he's like probably smarter than me, we're going to take on these questions. So you ready to do this, Randall? Let's do it, man. <laughs> Question one. Dear Darian, I had an affair with my girlfriend's cousin, and I just found out that I am the father of her son. I already have a child with my girlfriend. I love her, and I don't want to lose her. What should I do? <laughs> Ooh, boy, I think you put the cart before the horse with this one. Well, I did say earlier that people are animals, and animals do animal things. In my opinion, this was animalistic. We are the wiser animal. We're the smarter animal. We can communicate. We can make sounds that can be determined to be words that we can understand. And there are places in this world where people can't understand us because we don't speak the same sounds that they do. It's called language. But if we can take in that, we should know better than to be intimate with someone's loved one. And then we're not even being safe. We just shooting our load and shooting up the club, man. Come on. How can you say you love her? And trust me, I don't want to be hard on you because yes, people do make mistakes. If you want to call that a mistake, bruh, you live in foul. But what you have to do is live it forward. And those children, <laughs> For the lack of a better term, they brothers. They brother cousins. <laughs> and this has been happening since man has begun to explore woman. But you got to just know, man, it's not a good idea to mess with your loved ones, family members. I don't care how good they are. I don't care how appealing they are. Darian America says, you ain't finna get her back, dog. <laughs> Why would she want to forgive you? That's the ultimate test of love, to sleep with her cousin or whatever and then make a baby with them. So you didn't care about the cousin at all. You just wanted to get a piece, but you got her cousin in your bed every night. That's harsh, man. So Darian America says, yeah, you lost her. And if she gives you the opportunity to be back with her, Get on your knees and thank God, because if you truly loved her and you love the child that you created with her, you got to live it forward. And you need to love the child that you created with the cousin. <laughs> How you created a child out of love, I don't know, man. When you wasn't in love with it, you just wanted to, let's call it what it is, you just wanted to smash. I'm going to call you the American term. You're a jackass. You don't deserve a back. So take care of your kids, bruh. Randall, did I say that good enough? you want to add anything to that? No, man. I think you hit every point you needed to. Just when In those situations, don't lie about it, too. That's the worst, absolute worst thing you can do is lie. Well, you know why people lie. They lie so they can continue having what they want. <laughs> you shouldn't be. You shouldn't. Do, that is just crazy. Man, Jerry Springer made a career out of that. Y'all ain't figured that out yet? Maury Povich, man, he been on the air since the 80s. Until next time, America. And they still going on there every year. And I want my tickets because I want to sit in the audience just one time. That's my book. <laughs>
my bucket list. I'm going to see Murray before Murray quit because I didn't get to see Jerry. <laughs> All right. So here's question number two from one of my wonderful Americanites, the Chronicles of Americanites, y'all. If you feel a certain type of way about any of these topics, please call at 877-711-5611. I would love to hear what you think, because unless some psychologists call in, ain't none of us got that psychology degree. So here's the second situation. My girlfriend doesn't have a job. She's constantly saying to me that she wants to build with me. She ultimately wants to get married. She has children from a previous marriage, and, her, and she wants me to be with her. My kids are grown. What should I do? <laughs> Y'all didn't play with these questions, man. Y'all, they came with them, Randellius. They, man, I, I might have opened my mouth a little bit too big and put this size 13 in there. <laughs> well, bruh. I don't know what to tell you other than how do you feel about her? I mean, yes, you know, nobody's got it right. Nobody's perfect. If you didn't get married and have your children, see, I've been kind of going back and forth on marriage because I've had a few conversations with people. And I know a few people who are being infidel. Is that a word? In they're being infidels. <laughs> I don't think that's the right word. There, I'm sure it's not. But, um, you know, hey, I'm just a DJ. <laughs> but. Do you love this woman? Love is an action. It's hard to say. It's a word and it's an action. Nobody has the same definition of what does love mean? You know, I was once upon a time I was dating a female that got upset with me because I throw love around. You know, I say, I, but I do love people. I love to hug people. I love to be that person. And she hated when I would tell other girls that I love you. But I wasn't meaning the love in the intimate Port. But be that as it may, do you love this female? If you love her, you have to take everything that comes with her, even her kids, no matter how old they are, whether they're young, they're older. If you love her and you want to build with her, then you have to love her kids, too. But she should get a job unless she wants to be a traditional wife. And if you're looking for that traditional wife that stays home and makes house, then you do the best you can. But I think she need a job. It's too hard out here, man. I'm out here struggling. <laughs> she got to bring some money, too. She ain't got to bring it all. But she need to bring some money, too. But, again, that's whatever it is that you are willing to take. We're going to take a break. This is the Darien America Show, WCGO 1590 AM, simulcast 95.9 FM. This next track I'm playing, this is Marcellus Wyatt, a.k.a. Marcellus Spoken Heart. It's called La La Land, y'all. It's Darien America Show. Let's go. Welcome back to the Darien America Show, WCGO 1590 AM, Simulcast 95.9 FM. We are covering the state of situations, the chronicles of the Americanites. Man, these first two was heavy. I'm not a therapist by any means, and I'm not even trying to pretend to be one. I'm just a dude with an opinion. And I'm going to give my opinion on these, but they rough. <laughs> Y'all didn't hold no punches. So we're going to continue. And this one is a man this is definitely a case how do you feel about long distance relationships mm, mm, mm. <laughs> they are not playing well in my opinion long distance relationships can work but you have to be realistic what is it that you want from that mate in this other city or state or country 
you have to set up time to see each other eventually. You know, and right now, the way with the ways of the world, COVID-19 is slowing the process of us getting around. But eventually we will be open back up. Go see him. Another piece of failure, better try. Go see him. Go see her. You know, you have to put that time in front of each other because no matter what they say on the phone, no matter what they say in your inbox or your text message, you're not going to get the chance to see what they really are unless they're in front of you. That's the only way you can find out. You know, you can have all the conversations because it's like playing poker, man. You don't know what that individual is saying unless you can read them. You know, I can't play poker because my face gives away everything. If I got a straight flush or a full house, I'm going to be, uh, and they like, I'm out. <laughs> I never win. So you have to be able to judge people's actions and look at their body language. That does matter. When I worked in loss prevention, you, I could tell a person was going to steal before they could. And it had nothing to do with their skin color. I mean, of course, I did kind of stereotype, I guess, I would look at shoes because nobody really walks around with beat up shoes shopping in Target. <laughs> now, Walmart, that may be a little different. We didn't see the Walmart pictures. But if I saw somebody come into Target, Target ain't cheap. I mean, they have the end caps, you know, and I can't keep dissing Target. That's, that was my aid. They paid for many a meal and a rent for me. I did some time at Target. But that was one of the ways I would look for my shoplifters. If you came in with some shoes that was beat to hell, but you had on the world's best outfit, you coming to get some shoes. <laughs> and then I looked at behaviors. So to try to do a long distance relationship and you don't have the opportunity to get in front of them and see the, and don't tell me that you can do FaceTime and that does. Yeah, that works to an extent, but I'm not one that wants to hold the phone up like that. So if it's me doing this long distance relationship, with a phone in my hand, I'm going to get tired. I'm going to put it down. Come see me. Let me come see you. And then we'll figure it out from there. But take your time, y'all. You ain't finna marry nobody that you ain't seen physically. And if you do, <laughs> good luck to you. Mm. All right. So we're going to keep it moving. I got a couple few more here, man. They really pushing. My, I don't know if I'm doing this topic no more, Randall. I'm scared. Somebody might <laughs> <laughs> do You're some doing stuff. good, man. I haven't had even to chime in once. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? So I, I, Randall's a professor, y'all. <laughs> ask Randall. That's what we're going to do next time instead of ask Darian, ask Randall. Okay. So let's see what we got here. Ah, <laughs> I know I'm going to cause the buzzes here. I do not like overweight women, yet I seem to only attract overweight women. They're, they are not just attractive to me. Oh, they are not attractive to me. What should I do? <laughs> well, let me ask you something. Are you a prize where you can be dissing on overweight women? Let's be honest, man. Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. And if you like what you see, then like what you see, man. If she's beautiful, if, if that's what you are, and a lot of people say, well, you being shallow, you being shallow. People are shallow all the time. We are animals. It's a shame we don't, you know, we don't look like animals. The, like if you got your dog, most dogs, if you have a German shepherd, most German shepherds look alike. I can't tell the male dog from the female dog unless I'm looking at the genitalia. <laughs> so, okay, we don't have that opportunity. We all look different. Go after what you want, man. If you don't want the heavyweight, <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. That was such not the 
<laughs> Randall, why I call them heavyweights, man? You're just you're vibing. I get it. Uh, Look, I, I think I got an answer to this. I think I got one on this. Come on, man. I'm gonna let you go on and feel this one before I say my thing. <laughs> <laughs> my my at the end of the day, we are attracted to what we're attracted to, but you're looking at the wrong things here, man. If it's somebody that has a beautiful personality, has a beautiful smile, that makes you laugh, that makes you truly happy when you're hanging out with them, but they have a couple extra pounds on them, then why are you judging that couple extra pounds when they do everything else? It's uh, at the end of the day. We're all buried in the same box and we all look the same. Hmm. Doesn't matter if you are a little bit heavier or you're skinny as a beanpole. Hmm. We all turn out the same in the box. So I, why just if so if somebody that you find somewhat maybe a little attractive, but you're like, I, I just can't do the overweight thing, stop, take a step back and say, But she makes me happy, she makes me smile, she makes me this, she makes me that. Hmm. And if, if you can answer those questions in the affirmative, then you might have found yourself a keeper. Hmm. See? Randall sound good to me. But my question, haha, you know, I can play the devil's advocate also. How do you even get to that point if you're just not attracted to the plus size woman? Why did you even stop and talk to her in the first place? You yeah. never know. I mean, I've had a couple friends that were plus size that told me later on that they were starting to grab uh, feelings for me. Hmm. And I thought about it and went, okay, cool. I mean, it is what it is, you know? At the end of the day, if she checks out all the other boxes, but you just can't find that one thing, that's up to you. Mm -hmm. But don't be shallow. There you go. You know, let, if if it is in the not in the affirmative, just let her down lightly because she's still probably really cool. Absolutely. Now I don't. I definitely don't believe in being mean to people because they 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 are who they are. They could have a glandular problem. I totally get it. But if you're not attracted to heavy set women, then you shouldn't even waste their time. Don't get in her face and act like, oh, yeah, baby, you know, I'm going to do X, Y, Z, A, B, C. And then once you got her and she's starting to feel you, then you, oh, she too fat. Well, you shouldn't have messed with her in the first place, dummy. Why don't you go and chase down a skinny woman? Because you ain't got game enough to. And you scared of the skinny woman rejecting you. So that's where I stand on it. Beauty is an eye of the beholder. And... You get what you want. If it's the skinnier woman you after, then go after skinny women. Don't talk to the big girls like that. But, hey, y'all know D-Silk. Ashley Stewart on the floor, baby. <laughs> but I'm also one who's not willing to ask you to do something I'm not willing to do myself. If I think you are overweight, I need to lose a few pounds, too, because I'm overweight. I said it. I'm 260. That's my weight. And by some doctor, medical person, of course, again, I'm a few credits short of my medical degree, I'm probably considered obese, but I do go work out, and I've been trying, man. You know, I got the guns out today locked and loaded. If you on Facebook, you can see the guns are getting there, man. Yeah, look at that. <laughs> I'm so doggone arrogant. It sucks. I'm not arrogant. I'm, con I'm not conceited. I'm convinced. So, But if you are one who does not like the heavyset woman, you need to not pursue them, and I mean that. You know, don't waste nobody's time, man. Don't be standing in somebody's face, and yeah, baby, you know, and, and you get them all riled up and, bumped up and you don't want them so stop going after the big girl if you don't like big girls okay so let's see can i squeeze one more in here <laughs> uh, da, 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 da. let me see if you got anything to say of course you can always chime me in 877-711-5611 and you can uh let me know okay i got one one more i've been dating this man for a while now we keep we keep everything up front and we are not exclusive I met up with a guy from my old neighborhood, and we decided to date as well. Things didn't work out, and I went back to my original guy. I went to his house one day, and 
I saw a picture of the new girl that he was dating. I can't stand his cheating on me. What should I do? Ah, well, we got a lot of stuff to cover right there. <laughs> Randall, you want first shot or should I? I'll take first shot. Go for it. Look, if you're going to be in a polyamorous relationship, hmm. if you're going to be poly and try to set, make that work and let that go, you got to be prepared for the other side to requisition. It can't just be a one-sided street. Hmm. It can't just be, I'm going to go do what I want to do, but you stay home uh, under the porch waiting for me. Hmm. You can't do that. So you have to be aware of that. And I think this is a conversation you need to have with your partner of, if you want to be with me, I think I can't do a polyamorous relationship. Period. That's it. That's all you can really do in that thing. See, there you go. The professor has spoken. But I'm going to take it a step further because we all know, you know, everybody has their own opinions. I am one who does not like the term cheating. I feel like the only people that can cheat are married people. If you are married, you have signed that contract, you have stood in front of God and took that vow, no, you shouldn't be cheating. But if you're in a relationship and you continue to go through the loopholes and you say, well, I'm in a relationship and I ain't married. Well, how long do you let that man hold you hostage or that woman hold you hostage? Make them, man, what are we going to do? You know, I don't want to be just mess, slipping around with you or messing around with you. I want to be with you. Put your, put your foot down, y'all. This has been fun. We are getting ready to get out of here. Is the time flies, man. It flies. But the last track that we're getting ready to go out of here on is yours truly. D Silk got a little bit of something, something for the masses. This is the Darien America Show, WCGO 1590 AM, Simulcast 95.9 FM. Let's get it. Let's get it. Good afternoon, y'all. And you've been listening to the Darien America Show, brought to you by WCGO 1590 AM, Simulcast 95.9 FM. We air each and every Saturday from 2 to 3 p.m. Central Time. This is Darien America saying thank you for tuning in.